0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia. Boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at SportsGamblingPodcast dot com slash WinBet. That's SportsGamblingPodcast dot com slash W Y N N D E T. To claim your free bet today. I'm just about that action, boss. Well, you have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I'm raising the Sir, we are back with another Totals edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, you know the voice, you know the guy. It's me, Really Real, Villain Real, Terrell Furbin Jr. at your service. And of course, we're talking Totals, so you know I got my guy Scott Studio Rochelle with me. Scott, what's going on?
1: Nothing much. Looking forward to going through the Totals for Week 13. Feels a bit crazy. We're already at Week 13, but here we are.
0: Yeah, yeah, feels a little bit crazy watching some NBA action while this is going on as I sweat uh better Denwitty to somewhat have a good game at this point. <laughs> uh but last week not not so well for us 1 in 3 uh for us I got there on Baltimore's team total. It didn't look good. It didn't look good in the first half at all. I think they were what it was like 13 and 9 in the first half. And they just it didn't look like Baltimore's offense was doing anything to move the ball. And then the second half exploring. Scoring opened up. Baltimore blew yet another fourth quarter lead. We still got there on the team total. And then I had the over in the Cincinnati Bengals and Titans game. That went under by a lot. Wasn't even close. Derrick Henry, I mean, they still ended up scoring on the Derrick Henry touchdown, not touchdown, Traylon Burt's touchdown. But when I saw that, I just knew that it was like, all right, scoring is just not going to happen today. Like I'm just not going to get scoring today. Derrick Henry has a big catch, not a run, but a big catch and doesn't get into the end zone and Traylon Burt's gets a touchdown out of it. So uh, I, I knew it was kind of bad at that point. You came in and you had the, uh, what was that?
1: And the Dolphins over over against the Texans, yeah, the over in the Dolphin and Texans game, and it was was thirty to nothing at the half. You had thirty points in the first half,
0: and in your defense, you did say I think Miami gets to thirty here. You should have (laughs) said thirty-one. So great effort by the Texans, by the way. Almost got us that cover outright, that cover too. So. Uh, it it they, didn't help
1: that Tua got rolled up on in that final drive in the first half because Miami just immediately went into yeah. conservative mode and they benched him for the final two quarters or, like, final quarter and a half. So yep. the Tua injury at the end of the first half didn't help, but Miami did what I thought they would. I just thought they would score at least one touchdown in the second half, and that didn't happen. So.
0: And then your team total was the under in the Minnesota game, and I was on the under – in that game for my lock on the Thursday show and that game absolutely took a turn that I did not expect it to go what was that 73 total points in that game something Something like
1: that. that I had the Patriots money line which or I had them plus the three which was disastrous for me but yeah a lot of ridiculous plays in that game and no defense even showed up in that game so yeah
0: all right Before we get into the totals for this week, let's go ahead and talk about win bet because I've already told you Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia. (laughs) The excitement of win Las Vegas. Like think of all of that in an app. You have your sports betting. You have your casino play. You got the win. Build your own bet. You got the win bet. Win hour. You have all of this stuff. Great promos, payouts, everything all at your fingertips. Bet $100, win a $100 free bet if you sign up today. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer such a change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state. where will play through Winbet. Is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's kick things off Thursday night football. We have a battle in the AFC East between so the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Forty-three and a half is the total here. Looks like weather in Foxboro is going to be ten mile per hour winds, thirty-six degrees. All right. I mean, can't really give you an injury report this early in the week. We, we know Von know. Miller's out. Yeah, Von Miller is out for sure. You know, Josh Allen is kind of dealing with that elbow a little bit, but it looks like he's just powering through that thing.
1: I'm assuming Damian Harris is out.
0: Yeah. And so you're going to, a lot of Ramon J. Stevenson, as you know, he's taking over that backfield. A lot of Ramon J. Stevenson in this game. 43 and a half opened up at 45 and a half. What are you doing, Scott?
1: It's really, really tricky because I would have initially leaned to the under before last week, but then New England's defense got torched by Kirk Cousins, and I saw Buffalo's defense really not look great either against mm. Detroit. So, yes, it's going to be in Foxborough. The weather's going to be ugly, so you're just assuming that it'll be a lower-scoring game. I think I'm going to lean to the over, actually, because New England's defense has been pretty good this season, but mostly against bad teams. We saw against good teams, for example, Baltimore absolutely torched them about two months ago, and I do feel like you're going to end up seeing points in this game. So I'm actually going to lean to the over in this one because New England's defense, I think, might be a little bit overrated because of their elite performances against Zach Wilson twice and a couple other bad teams. They played Sam Ellinger, gave up three points in that game. They've had a lot of easy opponents with bad quarterbacks early on, which kind of skew their numbers. I'm going to lean to the over.
0: All right, and then i think i'm going i think i'm still going under in this one divisional game excuse me divisional game thursday night game all that feels very good short week going into the well not really a short week for these teams because they played on thursday so full week for them but uh I, i think that this is this is a little bit of a slower like you said it's a bit of a slower paced game and i think that they are going to throw some things at Josh Allen to make him uncomfortable. Like that's what Bill Belichick does. And you talk about trying to limit the best player on the opposing team. That's John, Josh Allen. I think they're going to just have some things dialed up for him. It makes him a little bit uncomfortable. You see he's making a lot of tough decisions with the football in terms of throwing a lot of red zone interceptions recently. And I think that that like that is the biggest thing for me. And what his decision making with the football right now, because some of these interceptions are just bad. Like it's not even like all of them are tip drill interceptions. Like they're just they just look bad. You should not be throwing the football there. And I think Bill Belichick can dial some of that up to throw Josh Allen off his game. So I'm gonna back Patriots defense this time. I still don't like the Patriots offense at all too much. Raman J. Stevenson is a nice, a nice brush of breath. Wow, a nice breath of fresh air for me in this New England offense. I'm still going under. Give me the under 43 and a half. Next game we have fight night. The Washington Commanders come to MetLife to play the New York football Giants. My New York football Giants. 40 and a half is the total. 42 is what it opened up at. MetLife looks like 48 degrees outside. 7.7 mile per hour winds. Uh, From what I know, it looks like that the Giants, how all the players that they had out last week could be coming back. So you got about three or four offensive linemen starting offensive linemen that should be coming back in this game and helping fortify that offensive line for them. It looks like the defensive line potentially could be all the way fortified with uh, Olojo Are potentially coming back this week. Kayvon Thibodeau. Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Elluciari, they have not all played together yet, so this could be the first time in a, in a long time that that's happened. Tony Jefferson's coming back as well it sounds like, so a lot of optimism on the Giants side of the ball in terms of their injury report. I really don't care about the commanders, but nothing's really changing my mind off this. I don't like either offense too much. 40 and a half. I know it's a low total. I'm telling you right now, this is a lock of mine. These games are competitive. They sometimes can get one-sided but not be a blowout. Give me the under 40 and a half for the Commanders and the Giants, Scott.
1: I'm on the under as well. I think that you're going to end up seeing a pretty ugly game. Washington's won a lot of games recently, but they've been mostly low-scoring. The Eagles game was a bit high-scoring. But besides that, I'm expecting a similar game to what we saw with the Commanders this past Sunday. It's a competitive, low-scoring game against Atlanta. And they won. They found a way to grind it out. That's kind of what we've seen from Washington. The defense has played like a top-10 unit for the past two months. And the Giants' defense isn't great, but I think it's good enough. They're pretty good at the bend-but-don't-break system, and Washington's a bit inconsistent in the red zone. I think you could see a decent amount of field goal attempts in this game. But the Giants, offensively, with or without the offensive linemen, they're really not a great unit. They don't have many weapons anymore. Slayton's really their only receiver that you kind of like because Robinson's out. Shepard got injured in the first month of the season. They just don't have many weapons. And Barkley's kind of been bottled up recently. Washington's very good against the run. I don't think you're going to see many big, big plays in this game. So I'm going to take the under and expect to see what we normally see between these teams, which is a rock fight. And I expect it to finish somewhere around like 20 to 13, something like that, but I'll take the under.
0: Give me a 23 24-13. 24-13 24-13. 24-13 final score. That's what okay. I'm at. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the your New York Jets playing the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota minus three and a half for the Vikings. 45 and a half is the total. It's come up from 41 and a half. I, we have that filthy, stinking dome of Minnesota, so no in weather report there. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't really think of big injuries on this side. It's just more of hey, Mike White.
1: Do you, do you want to go first you for the game? No, no,
0: yeah. I, no. It was all you. I, the Mike White was your segue.
1: Oh, okay, I, I, so for me, I'm going to go with the over in this game. Uh, Mike White has been very, very solid and limited action for the last two years, basically. But you're looking at a spot where the Jets offensively kind of woke up there. Now, Chicago's defense is awful. Don't get me wrong. So I'm not going to fully overreact to it. Having said that, Minnesota gave up 382 passing yards to Mac Jones. That's a serious <laughs> red flag. Like, that's a serious problem. Yeah, and is
0: actually a really big problem.
1: The Jets have Garrett Wilson, who's a very good receiver. Elijah Moore is still on the team, apparently. And he had a touchdown catch last week. So I know he's a very good talent. He had some... Trade request stuff, which appears to have blown over. But they have weapons that I think could exploit the secondary. Uh, You're looking at Minnesota, though. They have weapons, too. Sauce Gardner is incredible, but now we face off against Jefferson. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. Let's put it that way. But I like the over. I think you'll see points in this game. It's mostly because I think Minnesota is a kind of a dream over team right now because their secondary and really their pass rush have been non-existent recently. So I'm going to take the over because I think you're going to end up seeing a bunch of points. All right.
0: I am...
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that over. And, 382 yeah. passing yards to Mac Jones. I mean, I just don't understand why
0: the Jets shouldn't be able to put up points here. And why, why should Minnesota be guaranteed? Like, can we talk... Can we talk again about how good this tandem of Reed and Gardner has been? Mm-hmm.
1: I know I, Reed was a bit iffy last week, but for the most part, they've been really good. Yeah,
0: it, I I just don't know how we're going to sit here and say for certain that. So, I mean, Sauce Gardner's lived up to every every challenge that he's gotten this season; he's lived up to. Why is Justin Jefferson going to be any different? I mean, I get it is Justin Jefferson, but. I mean, he did a pretty solid job on Jamar Chase. He's he's handled every task up to this point. I guess that's just my concern. Does Minnesota – like, if the Jets' defense locks in, like, we really think they can. Does Minnesota even keep up their end of the scoring?
1: I think they can, but I also just think that potentially Dalvin Cook could have a good game. It's really just going to come down to if you expect the Jets to contribute, do you think Minnesota will do much at home in front of the home crowd? I'm assuming they will. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess they should. And the Jets' defense isn't perfect. All right, I'll go over. Over 45 and a half. I'm with you. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to play the Detroit Lions. 51 and a half is the total. 49 and a half is where it opened. You got that filthy, stinking dome for the Detroit Lions. (laughs) 51 and a half. I mean, can you sell me on an under? No. be able to do that?
1: No. I'm not going to. Uh, the only argument I'd have would be you don't trust really either quarterback to consistently play well with Goff and Trevor Lawrence. ETN might not play. We'll see. But either way, I'm going to take the over. Uh, weather's not an issue. Both teams defensively are awful. And both teams offensively are a bit underrated, I'd say. And I think that you're going to end up seeing points in this game. Detroit is still a very, very good over team. Uh, mm-hmm. Their game against the Bills went under on Thanksgiving because Josh Allen turned it over in the red zone and you had a couple of plays that ended up not working out towards the over. But I'm going to take the over here. I just see points, and I think both defenses will continue to look bad.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, I think uh, somebody wins a million dollars with either Jared Goff or Chevrolet Lawrence this week okay I think this is it I'm going over 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 I know the number's high you missed two points of value I think you're still good I think you're good all the way until like 52 and a half honestly I would just keep smashing over here I think you're gonna see a bunch of points in this one both of these defenses really really bad not only uh just against the pass but they're both very very questionable against the running back position as well and different ways you can attack that. You can attack that more in the receiving game against Jacksonville. You can attack that more between the tackles against the Lions. And I think that this is a spot where you're just gonna you're gonna have a track meet. And as Trevor Lawrence has shown us last week, and actually, you know, at different little flashes in his career, he can be very competent like in the second half of the game. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. Let's go over there 51 and a half for that game. Next game, we have the Detroit, not Detroit, we just talked about Detroit. The Denver Broncos going to play the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. 38 and a half is the total for this game. If you told me in the beginning of the season that you was getting a Lamar Jackson versus Russell Wilson, and you said the total was 38 and a half, I would have said you're crazy. Six mile per hour winds, clear skies, 45 degrees in Baltimore.
1: I know you want to do your due diligence with the injuries and stuff. but I
0: I mean, I don't really have anything that could – there's nothing injury-wise that could ever make me – think that Denver is going to be any better than what they've been all season.
1: That's what I was going to say. We try to, you know, do our due diligence and mention the injury reports and weather and stuff. But I don't know if any of it matters because like Denver is the perfect under team because they can't score. If they could score at least 18 points a game, they'd be roughly nine and two. They, They can't score. So you're looking at a spot where Baltimore offensively was pretty good in the second half against Jacksonville. Do they look good for most of the game offensively? No, and you mentioned it before. They don't have many weapons. Uh, Denver's defense is pretty good overall. In fact, it's elite. I know last week they kind of struggled a bit. They were also on the field the entire game, so that didn't help. But I think I'm going to take the under. Baltimore's defense isn't good, but I think it's good enough. Wilson looks like he's cooked right now. They can't really run the ball. They don't have any weapons, but their defense is very good. Mm. I'm on the under. I just feel like until Denver goes over you're going to keep you're going to keep taking their unders and I think that you're going to end up seeing a very ugly game. I'll pick Baltimore to win, but I'm not going to pick them to win by a lot. And I think you're going to see a bit of a rock fight here since Baltimore still wants to run the ball. I see running clock. I'll take the under.
0: Yeah. So Baltimore has done a really good job of bringing in those guys on the defensive end, getting healthier and starting to work more on what they look like on the defensive side of the ball. And so like they're, they're stopping the run. Now that was something that wasn't happening earlier. They're actually stopping the run now. I, I don't know. Like if you put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands, how can you sit here and say with anything you have any confidence with anything you've seen this season?
1: even his teammates hate him on defense. <laughs> like, exactly, because they can't fucking score the ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we're out here holding teams to 18 points, so you can't get more than that. They have two, two games over the course of the season, and they are, what, three and eight? So that's 11 games already? Yeah. Two of 11 games that you have over 20 points? Give me, No, no, absolutely not. Um, Give me an under. There's no way I can. With Baltimore's inability to put together four good quarters of offense— and with the Broncos' inability to put together one good quarter of offense, yeah, absolutely not. Thirty Under 38 and a half. I like it. Matter of yes, fact, I, I, I see a lock. 20
1: to 10 type game.
0: I'll lock it. I'll okay. lock under 38 and a half. I'm, I just can't trust Denver at all. That's fair. All right. Next on the slate, we have the Tennessee Titans going to play the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. 44 and a half is the total. Come down slightly from 45 and a half. Weather in Philly looks like seven mile per hour winds. Clear skies, 46 degrees. What are you doing here between the Titans and the Philadelphia Eagles?
1: So it's pretty tricky to evaluate Philly right now because they just had a 67 point game against the Packers. But I'm going to go with the under in this one. Tennessee is still going to be a classic variable team. The offense isn't great. There aren't many weapons. Derrick Henry got bottled up last week pretty hard against the Bengals. I know he had the one screen pass, which almost went for a touchdown. But he only had like 30 rushing yards. He really didn't do much. But I think that the Eagles defensively should be motivated after such a no-show against Green Bay. And I think that when you're looking at what Tennessee does well defensively, they're really good at stopping the run. And Green Bay could not stop the run. It's why the Eagles ran for 363 rushing yards. But I think that Tennessee will do a much better job at forcing the Eagles to throw. A.J. Brown played through an illness. He also had a, had a ruptured uh, blood vessel in his eye, which didn't exactly help matters. But he had a touchdown anyway. I'm going to take the under. I just think that Tennessee is going to really try to out-physical Philly. And I think mm-hmm. as a result, you'll see a very physical game of – of uh, of football, for me, I'm going to go with the under and hope that the Eagles are motivated after such a terrible defensive showing last week. So I'll go with the under.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm with you because I'm not really 100% sold on this Tennessee offense as well either. Like, it just seems like – and it's, it's kind of been – no, this this season is worse because at least last year, like the year before, you still had A.J. Brown, so Ryan Tannehill looked a lot better than what he really is, but now it's literally just Derrick Henry. Like, it's just Derrick Henry, and if Derrick Henry isn't doing something for this offense, they're not doing anything at all, so uh, Philly really should put an emphasis on that and force Tannehill to beat them. I don't think he has the capability of doing that right now. Philly's offense has been eh. It's like when they get the great matchups, they're Mm -hmm. really good, but I haven't seen them turn it on when they don't have a great matchup. And and Green
1: Bay is terrible against the run and Philly ran it down their throats, but we saw the Colts who have a pretty good run defense and they held the Eagles to 10 points the entire game until the final drive. So I'm, I'm hoping that Tennessee's uh, run defense will dictate the total because they'll force hurts to throw. That's why I'll take the under. And they still <sighs> just bet
0: AJ Brown, bet everything on AJ Brown. <laughs> just a revenge game, yeah, for sure. Bet everything they don't have, a, they don't have a single DB on that team that can even hope of covering him. So. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm with you. Under 44.5 and a half for this game. Next game is okay. I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Maybe I'll be boo boo the fool. I can be boo-boo the fool, but I really don't get this. Cleveland Browns are traveling to Houston to play the Houston Texans. Forty-seven is the total. Totals come up three points from forty-four. Currently, looking at fifty-two percent of the over money of the bets. Fifty-two percent of the bets is on the over. Eighty-four percent of the money is on the over. Are we really? Are we really saying? that this Texans offense plus a a quarterback on the other side of the ball that hasn't played football in over a year are really gonna just walk in here and score over 47 points?
1: I like the under in the game. So I think but we're just I know see these defenses are bad.
0: I know these defenses are bad. They are they're atrocious. Do we really believe that Kyle Allen and Deshaun Watson who hasn't played football in over a year people Over a year, like just sit here and think about any other quarterback in the league that if you sat here and said this person did not play football in over a year, that they were going to come in directly and have a huge offensive output in that first game and look really, really good. I wouldn't even say that about Patrick Mahomes. And that's saying a lot. There's I. I can I just cannot see, no matter how bad Houston's defense has been, and they've been bad. I cannot see Deshaun Watson just coming back and walking onto the field and being Deshaun Watson again. And if he proves me wrong, then I'm boo-boo the fool. I'll come back on here and I'll say I was crazy. I shouldn't have doubted him. I was a big fan of his game. There. I I I I just don't get it. Anything else to add, Scott?
1: No, I'm just on the under. I I feel like the argument is that Houston can't score, which is a good start. Uh Watson, you're assuming, is gonna be rusty and will try to run the ball a bunch. But also Cleveland's defense we've roasted. They did a pretty good job against Tampa last week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were awful. You know, they ended up yeah, winning it overtime. Yeah. White had a very good first drive, then did nothing the rest of the game. Absolutely and nothing. Brady didn't do much either. And even in overtime, they only gave up what, seventeen points? Yeah, I'm saying that's not bad. I mean, I mean, I think that if you hold Houston a 17, this game goes under. So I'm going to take the under in this one because Cleveland's pass rush should really have a field day against Houston's offensive line. OK. Uh... And Pierce has vanished entirely. They can't run the ball. Yeah, no. And they keep trying. It's just yeah. not working.
0: Yeah, that's it for me. That's a lot, by the way another lock i i like a lot of totals on this late today but i just i i don't know how you're giving me 47 and a half with one quarterback who might as well had not played in a year and one quarterback that actually hasn't played in a year Mm -hmm. pittsburgh steelers are playing against the uh whoops my bad Pittsburgh Steelers are playing against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Forty-three is the total. Forty-two is where it opened. Uh, got the filthy. I don't. I don't care, Kobe. I'm. I'm. I know. I'm being. I know that I'm sitting here and I'm just joking around. talking about the filthy stinking domes. I really, really like Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Really, really like it. Very, very nice stadium. All right. Forty-three is the total. Does Atlanta's offense wake up enough to – because I don't even know if we can trust Pittsburgh. So does Atlanta's offense w- wake up enough to get this over?
1: I don't think so. I'm going to lean to the under. Uh, it's in a dome, which helps. Uh, Atlanta has been really a one-dimensional offense. They try to run the ball. Pittsburgh has been a bit vulnerable against the run. But I think at the end of the day, possessions are going to be really, really long whenever they have scoring drives. I don't see many big plays. We know Pittsburgh never – generates big scoring plays that just doesn't happen and with Fitzpatrick being back with Watt being back I do like the Steeler defense and I think they could get after Mariota when they do decide to pass I'm just gonna take the under it's Mariota against a good defense and you have Pickett on the other end and Najee Harris might not play I'll go with the under I think this game should be ugly this has 2017 written all over it I'll take the under
0: yeah yeah Really nothing else to say. I just don't I huh. I think at this point, I'm just hoping that uh I'm hoping that Pittsburgh has enough to at least get wins to continue Mike Tomlin's never been uh under five hundred street.
1: Unfortunately, he can't be 500, so yeah, that might so, have to end. So
0: he has to, yeah, it might have to. But I, I'm sorry, man. Atlanta's just falling off, and it's—I can't say it's anything else but coaching. I can't say it's anything else but coaching. I, I, I really, I really don't. They're just so committed to the run, and they're not. It doesn't even look like they're actually trying to develop like actual pass plays. Like, I don't think watching their games, I sit there and I say, wow, that was a really good passing play drawn up. It's just more of, oh, well, they tried to move the ball in air, and oh, well, they got a blown coverage here, and oh, no, they actually didn't do anything, and now they're getting off the field. Mm -hmm. It's really, really bad, and there has to be adjustments to come to get this offense moving to football better again. And Smith's not doing that. Like, he's not doing it at all. He's sticking. He's a one trick pony and very disappointed in this Atlanta team this far in the season. Like, I guess
1: be- the argument, though, is that they weren't supposed to be good. So the fact that they're 5-7 and seven and they're basically in their half game back in the division is means that he's done something right. But you really watch Atlanta play they don't even try to experiment on offense.
0: No, yeah, and that's really what it is. Like, It's like, okay, the beginning of the season, like before preseason, let's start here. Preseason with Atlanta. I know I'm going on a soapbox about Atlanta, but it's really frustrating. Preseason Atlanta, you're like, all right, well, they have a couple of good pieces, but it don't look like, like they don't have enough talent. They're not going to be good, okay? If some people are going to back them. Other people didn't. Cool, all that. You what? You get to the beginning of the season, and it's like, wow, they look really good with the pieces that they do have. They're, the players are playing up. But now it's like, all right, that they have actually gone back down to where we thought they were at. But we know they can play at a better level. You just went away from everything you were doing in the first part of the season to make sure that you're putting an emphasis on running the ball. And it's really fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So I'm really disappointed about Atlanta. Even though I did take the... Um, I think I took the under under win. So I'm still really disappointed. Like, they should be a lot better.
1: They I thought be- they would be better than people thought this season, but I thought they'd be a lot more entertaining. So in a way, the result kind of worked out. Yeah. On the other hand, they don't play the any similar way to the way that I thought they would before the season started.
0: They should have a really comfortable lead over this division. I think that's what I'm frustrated about. Like They should really be leading this division by a pretty decent margin.
1: I'm just saying they're half a game back. I'm not picking Atlanta to win the division. I feel better about Carolina to win the division, honestly, than Atlanta right now.
0: <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. That's like I 100% get what you're saying. That's so funny. I get what you're yeah. saying. 100%. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Green Bay Packers going to play the Chicago Bears in Chicago, a battle of the NFC North. 43.5 is total for this game. Tick down from 44. Chicago. We have 13 mile per hour winds. Overcast. 33 degrees. Sounds like Soldier Field in a game that I will 100 percent for fact
1: not be at. Way too cold. Okay. I, I are we are we assuming that Simeon's going to be quarterback? I I think. I think you have to. Or I don't know why Fields would ever play why again for the rest would of the
0: year. You? Like I, you have nothing going. Nothing. Is gonna. You're not making the playoffs. You're,
1: you're also not- basically tanking. Like you you should not play Fields. Yeah you. You've seen everything
0: good that you wanted to see out of Justin Fields in like the three to four weeks before mm-hmm. the injury, to where you feel good shutting him down for the year and knowing that you have something for next year. I still don't know what to do with this total. Because what is, wait, what what contribution are we getting from Green Bay? Are they contributing? Are they going to choose to show up in this game, or are they just not going to show up today?
1: Well, the first topic of conversation is who's going to start for Green Bay because Rodgers is apparently probable, but you're wondering if they were going to give Jordan Love a showcase because you have nothing to play for. Your season's over anyway.
0: And you're getting a soft Bears
1: defense. Bears defense is awful that's why I was kind of leaning to the over initially in this game, because I think green Bay is going to move it up and down the field. We saw them move it up and down against Philly and Rogers look comfortable. They ran the ball. I watched the Chicago defense in the pouring rain against the jets and they still give up 31 points. Like this defense is awful. Eddie Jackson's now out for the year. This team stinks. Like I think green Bay can put up a bunch of points in this game. And I think Chicago can as well because green Bay cannot stop the run. And that's the only thing Chicago wants to do with fields or without fields. I think Montgomery could have a pretty big game here. Mm. I'm going to lean to the over. I think Green Bay is a sneaky candidate to score 30 in this in this game because I really think Chicago's defense is that bad. I'm going to lean to the over. I think you're going to see a surprising amount of points in this game. It's mostly because both defenses are off. I
0: uh... Yeah, I, I I know it's going to be a bunch of yardage mm-hmm. I do not trust these two teams to put touchdowns on the board at all at all they are two of the worst teams in the league at that category ah. my gut's telling me to go under my gut's telling me to go under and this is going to be a crazy game where whether it's love whether it's Rodgers Simeon like They're they're gonna have pretty decent passing numbers, but at the end of the day, it's gonna be like a one or a zero in that touchdown category. Like I just I think they're gonna move the ball at will. I really do. I just think they're gonna settle for field goals more. This is a this is a field goal prop game for me, for sure. Okay. All right. Next, we have the Miami Dolphins going to play the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. 46 and a half is the total. Ticked up from 46 at opening. In the Bay, we're looking at 53 degrees. Possible light rain in this one. Three mile per hour winds. All right. Jimmy G versus Tua. McDaniels versus Shanahan. Fight.
1: I'm going to lean to the under in this one. I think New Orleans' defense is underrated because they got Lattimore back, and they still have talent on that defensive unit. The Niners only had 13 points, and I know that they ended up getting stuffed on a goal line situation there, but they really didn't look great offensively. Hmm. Miami's defense is not good. Like, I'll admit it. Their defense is not very good but I do question if the Niners can generate huge plays because Garoppolo really doesn't take many shots down the field. Mm -hmm. He also does not throw it at all towards the boundaries. He only throws in the middle of the field, which kind of limits the overall variety your offense has in the passing game. Mm -hmm. But I mentioned Miami earlier with my bad beat on the total last week. Tua got rolled up on, and they ended up being very careful with him. They pulled him midway through the game. I don't think two is he- fully healthy because it looked really rough if you watched it. It did not look good at all. And you're and looking at the injuries. Him, what? Yeah,
0: injury history. That's exactly what I was about to say.
1: The yeah. injury history is not great. I wonder if they're going to be extra careful with the play calling. Also, two offensive linemen got injured in that game against Houston. And now they face off against Bosa and company. I don't trust Miami's offensive line to actually hold up in this game. And I don't trust Garoppolo to lead this team to a bunch of points. I know Elijah Mitchell is now out for a couple of months. That's actually better for the over because that means McCaffrey is going to play about 80-something percent of the snaps. So that actually is not really going to impact the total at all towards the under. But I'm going to lean under anyway because I think two is below 500. The offensive line is injury concerns. And you also have Garoppolo on the other end who I don't exactly trust to generate huge plays. Give me the under. I think you'll see a surprisingly lower scoring game than what people think.
0: I lean under the 49ers actually give me cause for concern because I do think they'll be able to move the ball.
1: McCaffrey should have a huge game in this matchup.
0: Absolutely. But I am so hard pressed, adding on to everything you said. I am Dolphins' team total is at 20 and a half. I'm not certain I'm not certain they get there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I d I don't think they get there. Like The the benefit of having a Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill who can go down the field is the fact that you are able to get time to get them down the field. And what was the what was the thing last year? I know they were talking about Tua's confidence, and you know, talk of Brian Flores, the coaching staff didn't like him. The offensive line was really bad. Like that's first and foremost, offensive line was terrible for the Dolphins last year. He didn't have time. Now you're telling me you're getting you're possibly going to be getting that situation back. With Tua, that's injured, coming into this game, going cross coast. Yeah, man, I think this is just a dead spot for this Dolphins team. I, I really do. I, I think, yeah, I, I can't see them adding
1: too, too much to this. So, and you also look at who Miami's played recently when their offense exploded. Who have they played? They haven't beaten anybody. This And this is
0: a really good 49ers
1: defense. That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, if you pull up the actual s- schedule for Miami and you actually list out the team that they beat while they've won five straight games, I believe, you're looking at their opponents, and they beat Houston. Houston, Houston stinks. Beat Cleveland. They're not very good. Beat Chicago. They're not very good. Beat mm-hmm. the Lions. Uh, they're not good either. And they beat the Steelers, only scoring 16 points. So... The last four games, you've scored thirty plus points. You've faced four of the bottom what, like six defenses in the league.
0: Yeah. Oh man, you just sold me. I think their
1: numbers are inflated.
0: You might. I might have my team total for today's show. I'll go ahead and say that now. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the Seattle Seahawks going to play the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles. The Seahawks also laying seven and a half, so that can tell you what the injury report says. And 41, Donald might be out
1: too. Yeah.
0: 41. And I didn't wait. Really? Yeah.
1: Donald is a high ankle sprain. You might not play. Or I'm assuming you won't play.
0: You got that dome for LA, so you don't have any type of weather. 41 and a half is the total. Any. Any
1: case for an over at all? I'm actually going to take the over uh, okay, in this great. game. I'm going to go a bit. Contrar- I have no idea. I'm going to go a bit contrarian here. Uh, the Rams offensively were not very good last week against the Chiefs. Uh, their red zone defense was good though, but mm-hmm. Seattle could not stop anything last week against the Raiders. It's why they didn't cover. Uh, they move the ball very easily offensively. I think they can do that against the Rams in this one as well because the Rams, if Donald's also out, they have nothing. So I think that the mm-hmm. Seahawks will be able to move the ball. I think that the Seahawks' defense is really not good. And when you watch them play, they give up huge plays. And I know Perkins didn't really have any ability to throw the ball in the first half. The coaching staff just wouldn't let him throw. Then the game kind of opened up a little bit in garbage time. I thought that Perkins looked okay in the fourth quarter, but everyone's going to take the under. I'm not going to do it. I think the Seahawks could potentially score 30 in this game because the Rams are missing so many guys on defense, and Donald is easily their best player in any position. Offense, defense, special teams, he's just the best player, and he's arguably the best defensive player in the league. So I'm going to lean over, and I'm going to hope that Perkins and his mobility can generate big plays against an awful defense. It's mostly because I just don't like both defenses. I'll go with the over. It's, it's my pure contrarian play of the day, but I'll go with the over.
0: Yeah, and I, I, you know I'm one for being contrarian. I love to be contrarian. I can't do it in this spot. And it's really just more of just coaching philosophy of Pete Carroll and what I've seen from Seattle and the fact that, Seattle doesn't look to run to score up on anybody, man.
1: Like, they had I don't know if they can. Places. They score points. They just don't stop anybody enough.
0: Yeah, no, no, but no, not even – but I'm not even on like that. I just don't think that – like, every time that I see Seattle get into a shootout, it's because the other team has been able to score points. And I'm sitting here saying that if Seattle's defense shows up at all – and because we have no idea what to expect from this Rams offense that is literally rolling out a preseason lineup. There, Seattle's not going to be trying to go out here and score 30, 30 plus points. Like this could be a really ugly game where Seattle says, "All right, well, you know, we didn't get that. We didn't get that first down. We're getting off the field, but we're still up 10." So who cares? Like you know, let's just keep this ten point mm-hmm. lead and let's just last out to the rest of the game. Like that is so Pete Carroll. That is so Pete Carroll. It and is. How-
1: <laughs> I I just saw the Rams get torched by Andy Dalton two weeks ago, and I'm just kind of leaning to the over. But
0: yeah. I, I don't know. I just yeah I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna. I think that if the Seahawks feel like they don't have to score a bunch of points, they're not they're not gonna come in here and score a bunch of points. I'll take the under still. All right. Next thing I'm gonna slate we have. Cash Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs going to play the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. 52 and a half is the total ticked up from 51. Cincinnati looks like five mile per hour winds, 42 degrees Fahrenheit, mostly cloudy. John Moxley, former AEW World Heavyweight Champion, will be uh, the guest of honor for Cincinnati in this one.
1: I mean Chase is supposed to be back. Mixon's apparently gonna be back as well. So I'm looking at the over.
0: Everybody's gonna bet the over in this
1: game. I know. And we saw this exact situation against Buffalo earlier this year and the game went under. But I, mean, I really
0: that's why I'm that's why I'm really sitting here like I think this is an under game.
1: I just like both offenses too much.
0: But my thing about Kansas City is that they don't have like t- leaving Tyreek Hill out of the lineup.
1: And, they don't like, have any not, serious big play guys besides Kelsey. Yeah, that's really and it. even.
0: But, and even Tyreek Hill made the other guys look more like big play guys than what they mm-hmm. really were, just because he had so much attention. And so they it hasn't like you don't see them putting up the crazy amount of points that you've seen in years past they have longer drives they're more possessions they're going and and throwing these five six yard uh gains and just tacking them on and on and on Mm -hmm. and having really long drives and looking at the Cincinnati Bengals I mean yeah they're getting a couple of guys back this week but last week I mean I guess for the two weeks before that you could say the offense looked good but that was against some, some lesser competition, not saying that, that Kansas City's defense is all-world or anything, but I think they're going to be better than what Pittsburgh and Carolina showed them. But I I don't know, man. I'm I'm still not bought into Cincinnati. I'm really not. I'm not certain that they, they even challenge or force Patrick Mahomes to have to put up a bunch of points in this one. And I think the Chiefs control time and possession – able to have long drives, put a touchdown on the board, and put pressure on Cincinnati, nothing that really t- – 52-and-a-half is a lot. So I'm going under in the contrarian play for me. I think that this goes under. Everybody looks towards this game as the Millie Maker game, and I, I don't think so. I've just seen this too many times from Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the over. I'm hoping for a Chiefs-Chargers-type game where both quarterbacks just lead drives back and forth. Mm-hmm. I understand your point, though. I'm just going to lean to the over.
0: I would also uh, first first half under okay. for this one, especially how both of these two teams end games and how Chiefs games go to the end and score, 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 all that first half under feels like a really good play for me. Mm. Next, we have the Los Angeles Chargers playing the Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas. 50 and a half is the total. Tick down a little bit from 51 in that dome. Anything? I'm on the over. I'm. I, I did. I'm in. Any other way? I mean, Chargers defense bad. Raiders defense bad. Both offenses are competent. Is there anything that can just throw us for a loop in this one?
1: Uh, Josh McDaniels fourth down play calling. That's really the only thing that might, <laughs> you know, result in. <laughs> and Staley, to be honest, I mean, you no. Might yes. Hey, them.
0: look, I was literally just about to say. Well, if we talk about fourth down play calls, Staley could. These two literally could. Fuck us on the over here by having shitty play calling on fourth down.
1: I just have seen so many blown coverages from both teams on defense. I think you're going to see huge plays. I'm going to take the over.
0: Yeah, I I, I can't go against you at that at all. I I tried to think of some type of contrarian way to at least talk to. I really can't. I think this is a pure over game. All right. Indianapolis Colts going to play the Dallas Cowboys. What the fuck? Why did they flex this game?
1: I thought the point was they didn't flex it, but they people wanted to get it flexed, and it ended up not yeah. getting flexed.
0: Why are they not flexing it?
1: Because uh, the Cowboys haven't been on. Have, have they been on Prime? Have they been on Monday Night yet? Yeah, they played us on Monday Night. That's right. That was earlier this year. I I, I just remember that game against the Eagles. Okay. Um, because the Colts are. Right. I, I don't know. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, Dallas is laying eleven on primetime at home 43 and a half is the total against the Colts 44 and a half is where open looking at a, mm, early bets not a lot of money here early but it looks like 58% of the money's on the under while 99% is on the over
1: I'm on I'm on the under in this game
0: I mean I, I you have two competent defenses here And you have one offense that is absolutely terrible, and another offense where the coach tries to make them terrible by doing the dumbest stuff.
1: Uh, I mean, it's really just going to come down to the fact that Matt Ryan can't move at all. Like Matt Ryan has no mobility whatsoever, and the offensive line can't block. And you're going to have to deal with Parsons and Lawrence and all these guys. I really just don't see how Matt Ryan doesn't get killed in this game. And I think that's going to really result in a lot of third and longs and a lot of punts. And the Cowboys can generate big plays. But I think Atlanta's defense is a bit underrated. It's not Atlanta. Sorry, I think Indianapolis defense is a bit underrated. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with the under because I really don't know how much the Colts contribute. The Steelers got after him a lot in that Monday night game. And we know the offensive line's really bad. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the under.
0: Give me a 24, uh, what's something that gets this cover? I do like a 24-16, 24-16 type of score, something like mm. that. All right, last game on the slate, Monday Night Football. We have a battle of the NFC South. The New Orleans Saints playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 40 is the total. 42 and a half is where it opened up at in Tampa Bay. Weather's looking like 72 degrees. That's a game that I can get behind right there. 72 degrees, 7.4 mile per hour winds. Uh... I think this this game has been majority and under game. It has, because Brady
1: has a hard time even scoring Brady. touchdowns against this team.
0: Yeah, so it's been majority under game. It's been one one game where it went over in the last five, but four of the last five have gone under. Are we expecting the same?
1: I'm expecting the same. Tampa couldn't move the ball against Cleveland. And we've roasted Cleveland's defense that's for months. Great.
0: Like that's crazy. Like that is crazy, like a crazy fact. I still don't know how after Rashawn White had what was it a forty-five yard game? He had forty
1: something quarter. yards on the first drive, and he still went under his rushing yard prop. Like I, I don't, I don't I, know I what, have what have happened no there. No idea,
0: no idea. Like I just don't know. So, I, I have no, just like I have no idea. You could back Denver. I have no idea how you could back Tampa Bay. <laughs> and you're
1: talking uh, about the defense. I mean, we also got to mention Tampa's offense off a of buy. I mean, they didn't do anything, but Tampa's defense is still good. So, we know the Saints defense gave up 13 points last week. They scored zero. Now, it was against the Niners, who have an elite defense, but they scored zero points. So, I see another hideous game between these two two opponents, which tend to play hideously low-scoring games. I could really see a 13-10 type game. Like, I think this is going to be disgusting. You have Dalton in primetime, which you know is not going to go well, and you have Mm -hmm. Brady... Really, really bad, and there's no offensive line. They can't run the ball. The Saints' defense is really good because they got Lattimore back who's been really good against Mike Evans in the past. I think all the signs really just point to an under.
0: All right, so this is the hedge. This is the hedge to betting the under in this game because this is the only way I see it goes over.
1: Pick anytime, six to altar.
0: Anytime touchdown parlay, take the Saints' defense and Tampa Bay's defense. Okay you get a defensive touchdown on both sides this goes over
1: i was just going to say straight betting tampa defense cuz you're just assuming dalton's going to do something really dumb oh, prime no, time. Dal-
0: dalton's definitely going to do something really dumb but tom brady's going to do something really dumb against this things defense too okay yeah give me give me give me a parlay with both defenses scoring a touchdown on monday night football definitely playing that next week all right let's go ahead and get into our Lock and team total for this slate for my lock. I'm going to my boys because they're going to pick up the defensive intensity this week. Offense still, you know, do what they do. They just put up enough where that we need. So still haven't had a game scoring 30 points in like 36 straight, 37 straight. Something crazy at this point. I'm not concerned about us putting up points. I think we hold Washington this week on the road. And I told you, back Taylor Heineke at home. Fade him on the road, even though he's been good in both spots right now. Nope. Let's do it. We're going with the under in the Giants and the Commanders. 40 and a half. That is my lock for my team total. I got to go back to Miami, man. I do not. I think Miami's going to struggle this week offensively. I don't think that they're going to have it together. Give me Miami under their team total, 20 and a half. What are you doing, Scott?
1: All right, so for me, we're going to double lock up the uh, Commanders Giants under at all 40 right. and a half. I think that game has rock fight written all over it. And the Giants, if they want to keep the game close, they're going to need to really drain clock. And Washington doesn't score quickly either because they want to run the ball. So I see a lot of just running clock in this game, a lot of ugly, uh, Uh, just possessions in general, a lot of punts, and I think that's going to result in a low-scoring game. If one of those offenses does nothing, which is kind of likely, then you're probably good. And if both offenses don't really do much in general, you're still probably good. So I like the under. Uh, For my actual team total, I will go to the Monday night game uh, with the Saints and Bucks, and I will go with the Buccaneers team total under once again. It's been phenomenal this season. And it's at 21 and a half. I'll take it. Uh, Tampa's offense, once again, did nothing against Cleveland, scoring 17 points. That defense stinks. And you're looking at Tampa this season. And to go through the point totals, they had 17, 21, 16, 22, which which was a fourth and goal garbage time touchdown against the Ravens, by the way. So they really only had 14 at the point at that time, Uh, 3, 18, 21, 31 in garbage time against the Chiefs. 12, 20, and 19. They had 20 in the first game against the Saints with a pick six attached to it and a short field as well because of another interception. So mm-hmm. I like the Buccaneers team total under 21.5. They can barely reach 20. I'm going to take the team yeah. total under.
0: Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Bounce back week for us this week on this show. Scott, anything else for people before we get up out of here?
1: no fun going through the totals i know we'll be back once again in a day or two to go through the thursday night game as well as the dfs card which should, which is always fun uh so overall looking forward to breaking that down and you can find me on twitter at Rachel radio
0: all right and i am on twitter at really real underscore underscore make sure you follow sgp nfl on twitter for the podcast make sure you follow all the different podcasts on twitter make sure you subscribe Leave a comment a review. Matter of fact, I go do that right now. Just go leave a review for us, real quick. It takes a few seconds. Appreciate that. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. We gave you out the pick, so I'm just going to end it like this. We're out of here.